0: Hello and welcome to the His and Her Show with Jody and
1: Alex Misiak
0: and today is a a super exciting episode because at the end of this episode we are going to announce the winners of our one year anniversary of podcasting. Yep. So stay tuned to the end and uh, we're super super excited Um, and then today though uh, before we announce the winners we're going to talk a little bit about acceptance. Because last week we talked about awareness. You need to know where you're at to move forward, and uh, once you know where you need to, where you are, you need to accept where you are Mm
1: -hmm. before you can,
0: yeah. Before you can just you know keep walking along your journey. Yes, yeah. Until you can move into the direction you want to go. Mm -hmm. So acceptance. It sounds simple, but it really isn't. And this is actually one of the biggest reasons. Um, I work with clients is to help them accept where they're at, and that's actually what we do in our VIP group group coaching program called Embrace Who You Are. So, and I, it's actually what I do one on one with clients because it, you just want to accept it, but there's a lot more to do than just accepting things.
1: Yes, you 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 can't just. It's a lot harder to snap accept your fingers you say, I and accept be like, this. Yeah. yeah,
0: and like move forward. Yeah. And this is actually something I could work with for a while with people, depending on where they're at and their situations in their life and on their journey is, you know, it does take time to accept things. So don't expect to, you know, one night go to bed and then the ne- and like not accept something and then wake up the next day going, yeah, I accept this. Mm-hmm. It, this uh, this stuff here is really... A journey on itself is to accept and there's a lot of layers involved when you are accepting things and depending on where you're at in your life or what you thought you where you thought would thought you might be on your journey because that's the other thing right is a lot of the time we have these expectations of life Mm -hmm. you know like i went to school for fashion design well i never really got too much into that industry Right, And it took time for acceptance. I still have family members that don't accept that I went to college and not doing what I'm doing. But I actually look at it as a, that was what I was meant to do. That doesn't mean that I, I someday maybe I do use those those tools. And actually, I still use some of them actually now for mm-hmm. my own yeah. like coaching business, the art part. But it took that time to accept that I went to school, paid all that money. And then it's like, well... I did learn a lot from it, even though I might not be in that industry. So it's all those things where it's you accept, you know, acceptance of where you're at and what you're doing.
1: Would you say that uh, a big part of acceptance is like healing some things? Oh, there's a really lot really of healing, healing involved. involved. Yeah, of course.
0: In acceptance, and that's why I work one-on-one with clients a lot to help with the healing process. You can do it alone, but when you when you do it with somebody else that kind of has one done it before and has the training to do it, it it's really helpful. When as you well. have a
1: cheer squad. Yes, right? a, cheer a, cheer squad. a cheer squad. I
0: cheer you on along the way, yes. And that's the other reason why I actually started the group coaching as well as because love is stronger in numbers or, you know, so it, with support, you know you're not alone mm. because no one's alone on this journey. And then you get to do it together. And when you're in that energy and state together, it, it really does um, shift things faster. It's just like, There's been stories where even yoga classes, if you focus all, if everybody focus on one thing, like the, the energy towards that one thing can be really powerful. Mm -hmm. So when every, when people are doing it together, it can really shift things as well. Awesome. Yeah. So acceptance, (laughs) getting Uh, back to that.
1: Yes. And how to, not how to accept something that there's a, that's going to vary based on the individual and and such. I think for me, the the difficulty in accepting something is because you've got you've got what you think is your voice telling you otherwise, but it's not really you. It's sort it's of sort usually of, your ego. It's your ego, yeah. right? And your ego is actually not you. Not no. just. Not, it's a part of you, but it's not. It's not representative of all of you. And in a lot of ways, your ego is actually um giving voices to other people's opinions Mm -hmm. right and just in your voice so you think it's your opinion but it isn't and i'm i'm still working on detangling that myself going okay like what when i say something to myself internally mentally and i'm aware enough to catch it i try to understand well where is that coming from right is this really me or is this somebody else uh disguised as me and i think that's That that helps the process, but there's still there's a lot more involved in that. So,
0: I've actually had it recently where uh, I might jump into like a fear position, or I like go down this road of like negative thoughts, and I'm like, "Hello, ego, I don't need to listen to you today," and I actually move on. So it's like actually (laughs) addressing. It's like okay, hi, I know that you giving me these thoughts. It's like I that's not what I'm listening to today. So it's it's really when you can recognize when it comes like your true self is like thinking or speaking versus your ego showing up I'm trying to remember what it was that I thought about but it was just like the other day and I was like no like I'm not having these thoughts
1: but that's a good indicator Mm -hmm. that it's your ego speaking when you when it's a place of uh, fear or Mm -hmm. negativity or judgment or any of those things when you have that kind of negative self-talk it's going to be Here you go.
0: And the fun thing, one of the biggest things I've learned uh, through my own coaching training and my own journey through it is it's not about hating that side of you. Right. It's about like knowing it's there. It's like talking about like last week. Awareness. It's aware. You're aware that you have these voices and beliefs that are not yours going on in your head. It doesn't mean you have to listen to them. Mm. And it doesn't mean you have to hate them. It's just recognizing it. And when you shine light on something, it disappears. So when you say, hi, ego, then it's like, oh, you see me. I got to leave. So, you know, just being aware. It all comes back to awareness.
1: And then is there an acceptance of the ego or the thoughts in the ego or more of the acceptance? Where is that? Like, what are you trying to accept your current situation?
0: Yes. Yeah, so like. Let's go back to because this was a hard part for me to accept. Was going to school, especially when you have parents that are like, "Well, we, you know, you put all this money into school and you're not into it." And like every time I talk to a sibling, they make it it was constantly coming up around me. People were, I I heard conversations. It's like clearly they were talking behind my back about it, and so that alone, like you're going through your own stuff, where it's you know, you have to try and accept where you're at and then you know that family are judging you at the same time, mm. it can be really challenging. So one, if you have noise and other people judging you, it's about trying to love them from afar for a little bit if you can't block them out. Mm. It's not about hating them because like they got their own stuff going on. It's not about judging them that they're judging you. It's like, that's not you. That's not your problem. And it's just, it's kind of, quieting down the noise around you and only focusing inward. And then it's just like, for me, part of it, part of it starts with gratitude. And then the other part is looking for things that you have learned on that journey. So what did I get out of going to school? I met one of my bestest friends going to college. Mm -hmm. The, the tools and the things I learned at, uh, through my fashion program, I still use today. My problem-solving skills, my hard work and dedication, like so much I use. So maybe I'm not in the fashion industry, but I've pulled so much. So it's just, it's, like I said, quieting down the noise and then start looking at it from a different perspective. Just because the outcome isn't what you expected doesn't mean that you didn't learn and grow and change and you're not using what you learned in that time. So it's really getting clear. But like you mentioned before, it's all about healing too. It took me a while to accept that. Like, I first like my biggest one was realizing like even if I never did anything with fashion, I met my one of my bestest friends there, and like that was my first big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was an experience on my own. I got to live on my own in Toronto, so like that alone was a huge growing process for me. Mm-hmm. Coming from a very very small town, of like what, 20 people? <laughs> and, and, no, maybe 30 or and, 40 and people. a house full of family. Yeah, yeah a big yeah. family, no room, um, one bathroom, yeah. So it gave me a chance to grow and become my own person. Mm, that's so, important. one of the biggest things, that, other than healing yourself, which that can take a lot of time, but one of the biggest steps uh, is, is just even just shining a new light on things and looking at things different. Like, don't worry, don't focus so much about what you wanted that's not happened that didn't happen Mm -hmm. is about looking at what has happened that you can take from like what have you learned and grown from
1: what positive yeah less what lessons have you learned what um what 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 are the takeaways yeah Mm -hmm. that that's important for anything from trying to heal or accept where Mm -hmm. you're you're where you are right now to healing some old wounds to, uh, looking back at mistakes on the path and yeah. that you made in the past with a different perspective and different light. Cause you know, the, not really a mistake anymore. It's more like it was a chance to learn and grow.
0: And the other thing is you might, depending on the situation, you might not be ready to accept. Yes. And that's okay too. It's, it's taking that first step. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. Cause like, like I said, it, acceptance can take a long time. it doesn't mm. happen overnight it's like overnight success it doesn't happen uh, anybody you talk to no. it takes time like Ellen's generous did not get where she is overnight. so it's about just taking one step in front of the other and if you can't accept anything, the biggest thing for me if anybody's listening today is gratitude just nice. pra- start practicing gratitude if you can't accept where you are, who you are, what you've done in the past. Like, if you just can't accept it yet, that's okay. It's about starting to love where you're at. So you don't have to accept it yet. Just start Mm. loving it. And so what do I mean by that is with gratitude, uh, and this is actually something that helped me get at a very dark time. When I was very depressed, I would wake up every morning to get ready for work, a job I did not like. And... I would literally would look in the mirror while I brush my teeth and wash my face and I would just start being grateful for the little things. Or in my opinion, they're not little, but they were things I could be grateful for. That I have eyes that I could see, that I had two hands, that I could walk. Because mm-hmm. not everybody has that. Yeah. So I looked for the things that I took for granted every day. That I had a roof over my head. Yes, I was living with my grandma. It wasn't the, you know, I had a roof though. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to live, I was, you know, in my twenties, I wanted to be on my own and independent, but I had a roof over my head and I was very, and the, a grandma that would take me in. So it's just looking for the things that sometimes we take for granted and start being grateful for those. And then when you're more, when you start looking at those, you see more things to be grateful for. And then eventually you get to a place of loving where you're at. So that's a really great way of starting to be accepting where you're at.
1: Yep. No. I- and that's, that mirrors my own experience with depression as well. It was like, yeah, you had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So um, being grateful for the smallest, for the seemingly smallest things, which are actually, you know, and I, pretty even, big deal. I yeah. even
0: eventually got to like my job. Being a, I was, you know, gra- grateful for a job so I could pay my bills. Uh, maybe didn't cover like, you know, being able to move on on my own. The thing is, though, so it was paying for me to buy food and... For paying off my student loans, so you know it's just it's it's those little steps. So again, acceptance doesn't happen overnight. and, and maybe it does though, for some people, like I don't want to put people in a box either because like you know, but don't expect it to to go overnight. It does take time, it takes work. and if you try to jump ahead, it's like trying to climb up a ladder. You want to get from the bottom to the top. But if you don't touch every
1: rung along the way, r- you're yeah.
0: going to be in for a good fall or something. Like, it's not going to go well. So it's about taking that one step at a time and, and really working through it because there are going to be emotions that are involved with this. And, you know, when you're not in love with where you're at, it can be a very emotional time again, why I help people and be their cheer squad. Because you need a cheer squad when you go through these uh, events. And I did a lot of it on my own uh, because I was very much a lone wolf. And then eventually when I did reach out for help, like it's amazing what happens uh, when when you ask for help. Yeah. So it's, I get it. And if you're a lone wolf and you want to do it all by yourself or you're afraid or you're ashamed of where you're at, it can be a really hard, challenging time. However, you know, you're that, not, you're, that... you're not alone and you're not feeling it alone. Like I've been there. So
1: and it's the, it's the, it's a step in the direction of mm-hmm. acceptance. So exactly. You need, to, you need to ask for,
0: for help. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So, which is going to be one of our other, um, FSOs down the line. So ah. stay tuned because it is one of those, uh, steps along the ladder so
1: so um before we um, wrap, wrap this one up then what what does it feel like um when you've accepted something about you that you maybe didn't like before how's that That's a weight
0: that. is lifted off your shoulders there you go so when you accept where you are like it, literally like before you accept where you are or something has, has done You don't even sometimes realize it.
1: Mm -hmm, Because you've been carrying it for so long.
0: Exactly. And then like, so it's weighing you down. It's keeping you stuck. So you want to go chase after your dreams or you want to go, but every morning maybe you don't, you wake up and you don't feel like chasing them. And it's just like this one thing after another, like you just, you're weighed down. You're heavy. You don't want to wake up in the morning or whatever it may be that's turning up for you. But yeah, the moment you're like, you make, it's almost like making peace. Making mm. peace with your past. I always say making peace with your past. It's like, ah, oh, you have room to breathe again. Mm. You get to be, you have room to be you again. And to really show up as the person you want to be.
1: And, and who wouldn't want that? Yeah. <laughs> right?
0: And the other thing is though, like there could be multiple layers of acceptance. Of course. And different yeah. things. But when you, even one thing that you accept about yourself or about your life or about your past It's amazing. Like I've even one more thing before we wrap up is I was diagnosed with a learning disability. And I let that be my story Mm -hmm. that I couldn't write. I couldn't do this. I couldn't do all this stuff. And I kept myself small and I played small. And then I met you. You gave me room to be me and to be okay with not being able to spell properly or read well. And then you support, and you, you in supporting me, gave me that freedom to stumble and learn and ask you for support. So when I'm like, "Hey, how do you spell this?" and then you you give it to me a couple times, and then I could spell it. So you gave me that room to really be me and accept me. You accepted me for who I was, so I could accept my accept myself, and in turn, I became a stronger me in the to- in the frame, like. You understand? <laughs> I do. No, it makes okay. perfect sense. I just so, I get emotionally oh. choked up there. Sorry. <laughs> so like now I am a stronger reader. I'm a stronger writer. Do I make mistakes? Oh, yeah. Huge punctual things as well. Like I'm still learning that. But it's okay. Like I don't have – like it's, if I make a mistake now in spelling or even if somebody calls me on it, I don't feel sick to my stomach anymore. Like, oh, my goodness, I failed.
1: That shame and guilt yeah, is gone. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, it's, you know – but for the longest time, I'd be like, oh, no, like the best people in life can't spell. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've learned so many people that are my mentors who are authors, who have written like uh, so many best-selling author or best-selling sorry, books cannot spell. You don't need to spell to do something. That's what, you know, editors, what editors are, are for. for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or my husband. <laughs> I'm an editor. Yeah, editor. exactly. Yeah. So – it's about accepting parts of you, too. And when you do, like, you open so many more doors for your life. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. <laughs> so, thank you for being my support and, you know, accepting me for who I am before I could. You're very welcome. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too, Ed. All right.
1: Now, for the for, for a tonal switch, <laughs> oh, before, yeah. I too, <laughs> before I get too uh, emotional here, um, the the winners... of our contest,
0: right? Yes, yes. I almost forgot. So thank you for reminding me. Okay, it's time to draw the winners of the one-year podcast giveaway. So we're just going to roll the cage, (laughs) which is this wonderful app that we're using. Okay, here we go. The winner of the VIP day with me that's valued at $1,500 is... Wait for it. Name drop. And it is Maureen.
1: Congratulations, Congratulations. Maureen.
0: Yes, congratulations. And the winner of the Amazon gift card, $50 gift card, is... Anticipation?
1: Oh, there it is. Jennifer. Congratulations, Jennifer. Yes,
0: congratulations, guys. And thank you so much to everybody who entered and congratulations again, we will be messaging you directly very shortly. <laughs> yes. yes, very shortly. So congratulations. Yes, and congratulations. We're so happy. And I want to actually say thank you to everybody who has been following us, who has who entered the contest, who shared the contest, uh, anybody that has shared our podcast and spreading the love. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you so much. And to all our special guests.
0: Yes. and Yes, I can't forget our special guests. Thank you to all of them for making our one year of podcasting just so much fun, so amazing, and I've learned so much from you. So thank you, everybody, and have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye for now.